What is up, everyone? Solo show today for me. Uh, but we're talking XFL Week 1. I'm very excited. Got my DC Defender shirt on here. I know uh, my friend Alex is also uh, excited for the Defenders season coming up on Sunday. But we have games on both days this week. Uh, and every week of the XFL, Saturday and Sunday. Sometimes they even have Friday games scheduled this season as well, um, going from this weekend through April. So uh, we're going to start off with some USFL news, though. The Gamblers, Houston Gamblers, have their new head coach after uh, Kevin Sumlin left to go to Maryland to be the co-offensive coordinator there. So uh, Houston has now hired Curtis Johnson as their new head coach, former Tulane head coach, uh, 2012 to 2015, and also Super Bowl 44 champion uh, as the wide receivers coach for the New Orleans Saints. So pretty experienced, has been a coordinator a bunch of different places in the NFL. Um, so solid hire, I think, for the gamblers there. And a star has returned to the stars. The Philadelphia Stars have re-signed quarterback Case Cookus after his uh, horrendous injury last season. Uh, did not play anywhere in the fall. So returning healthy now to uh, Philadelphia. Going to be interesting to watch that quarterback situation work out for the stars. The USFL also announced their college draft, their 2023 college draft. That's going to be held next week, February 21st at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be 10 rounds, 80 total picks. Uh, the draft order has been set for a while from last season. Uh, the Michigan Panthers have the number one pick. Pittsburgh Maulers at two. Houston Gamblers at three. Memphis Showboats, new name there at number four. That's my team. Uh, New Orleans Breakers at 5, New Jersey Generals at 6, Philadelphia Stars at 7, and the defending USFL champs, Birmingham Stallions at number 8. And just want to clarify, the players that get drafted will not be counting against the 58-man training camp rosters. College football news, just one thing to note, Alabama, Nick Saban, continue to add to their staff after getting Tommy Reese as the offensive coordinator for Notre Dame. They now add uh, former Chargers head coach Ken Wisenhunt as the special assistant to head coach Nick Saban, so not sure his duties there, but he will have um, some role with Alabama this year. NFL news, uh, Jaguars. Wide receiver Calvin Ridley, he has a applied for reinstatement to the NFL uh, after his one-year ban for sports gambling on Falcons games last year when he was with that team before getting traded uh, to the Jags at the deadline. Going to be interesting to see Calvin Ridley play in that offense. Should be loaded next year with him, Christian Kirk, and Zay Jones. Las Vegas uh, Grand Jury. They have indicted Saints running back Alvin Kamara and three others uh, for an alleged beating at a Vegas nightclub last year, last February. Uh, the court date is set for March 2nd. They're going to bypass 
the trial court and go straight to district court. So interesting situation there to watch as we move throughout the offseason here with what's going to come of Alvin Kamara. Uh, a, a Bengals player also in uh, was one of the three players, uh, one of the three other people involved in that. Uh, I can't remember who it was, though. It was a corner, I believe. Backup corner. Former uh, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. He has a visit scheduled with the New York Jets. So uh, we had the Panthers, Saints, Jets now all named as interested teams so far. So, again, Derek Carr, I think, is going to got to be the first quarterback domino to drop this offseason. And then good news for the Patriots. Special teamer Matthew Slater has decided he is returning for his 16th season with the team. Um, probably the best special teams player of all time. So good news for New England. Coaching carousel news here. The Panthers and Colts. Interesting uh, inquiry here. They have approached ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky about uh having prominent offensive coaching roles with each of their organizations, but uh, he since has decided to remain at ESPN for now. Um, so Orlovsky now getting some interest from teams with his work at ESPN. Buccaneers, they have th- their new offensive coordinator, hiring Seahawks quarterbacks coach Dave Canales. Great work with Geno Smith this past season. The Bucks hope they can get the same out of whoever their starting quarterback is now post-Tom Brady. The Panthers also have their new offensive coordinator. They're in the midst of hiring um, Rams assistant head coach slash running backs coach Thomas Brown as the OC. Uh, Ian Rappaport just tweeted out the Commanders are finalizing a deal to hire Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy as their new offensive coordinator there. Um, Chiefs probably will go with quarterbacks coach Matt Nagy as his successor. Matt Nagy back with Kansas City this year. Um, and one year later, he's, he's probably going to be back in the offensive coordinator role like he was uh, a couple years ago before he went to be the head coach of the Bears. ESPN analyst Rex Ryan has emerged as the top candidate for the Denver Broncos defensive coordinator position. Uh, he last coached in the NFL in 2016 as the Bills head coach. Last time he was a coordinator, though, 2008, I believe that was with uh, the Baltimore Ravens. So Rex might have uh, might have another place in the NFL once again. Other uh, coordinator updates here. The Colts offensive coordinator spot. They're looking at Jaguars passing game coordinator Jim Bob Cooter. Broncos defensive coordinator. Other candidates other than Rex Ryan, even though he is the favorite. Uh, Cardinals defensive coordinator Vance Joseph and former Saints co-defensive coordinator Chris Richard. Eagles defensive coordinator spot. They are also looking at Cardinals DC Vance Joseph. The Cardinals uh, defensive coordinator spots. They're looking at Bears linebacker coach Dave Borgonzi and Patriots defensive line coach Demarcus Covington, and the Cardinals offensive coordinator. Uh, they are interviewing Browns quarterback coach Drew Petzing, 
Commanders wide receivers coach Drew Terrell, and then uh, Saints running backs coach Joel Thomas. So Cardinals, Jonathan Gannon, getting his staff in order. Um, there. Some cat moves. We're in uh, money-moving season right now before the new league year next month. So uh, teams trying to get under the cap to make some moves while we get there. Saints converting $6.07 million of safety Marcus May's 2023 compensation into a signing bonus. That helped create $4.856 million in cap space for New Orleans. The Packers, uh, they agreed with running back Aaron Jones on an $11 million salary for 2023. That uh, includes an $8.52 million signing bonus, helping them clear some cap. And then the Eagles, they paid center Jason Kelsey a $3 million bonus yesterday. Uh, $2.4 million in cap savings there, whether he returns or not. Injuries to note. Uh, some surgeries going on. Eagles right tackle Lane Johnson. He underwent surgery to repair the torn adductor he had um, throughout the playoffs. 10 to 12 week recovery, so should be good to go by training camp. Bengals, left tackle Jonah Williams. He underwent knee surgery for dislocated kneecap he had this season, expected to be cleared by June. And then Bengals defensive end Joseph Osai, he had shoulder surgery uh, to repair his torn labrum he was dealing with most of the season. Couple transactions here, re-signings, teams getting their, their own players re-signed, their uh, free agents to be. Ravens re-signed defensive end Brett Urban and uh, corner Daryl Worley. And the Giants, they re-signed wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. So just want to remind you here is what happened in the NFL pick standings. Mark getting the win. Um, and actually, this is, uh, I got to update this because Mark and I both picked Philly, uh, so Mark finishes 155-89-2, Logan finishes 152-92-2, I finish 150 on the dot, 94-2. and two. Uh, so that is how it played out in the NFL this year. Logan had a late surge trying to catch Mark, didn't get him. Um, finishing three back, I finished five out. So we'll see who wins now in the XFL because we have some XFL games starting this weekend. Yes, tomorrow, the Vegas Vipers at the Arlington Renegades. Uh, Logan. Lone Wolf and the Vipers. I initially liked the Vipers coming out, but ended up, I believe, picking them third in uh, their division, in the Southern Division, I think they play in. I don't remember. Uh, but the reason I liked Arlington, right, is, for one, Bob Stoops. The Bob Stoops-Kyle Sloter connection, I think, is going to do really well uh, in the XFL, uh, no, the Vegas plays in the North Division, which is just counterintuitive there. But anyways, uh, yeah, 
the Bob Stoops Kyle Sloter connection, I think, is really why I like the Renegades in this game. I think they have some dudes on defense too. Uh, Devontae Bosby and Craven LeBlanc at corner, Donald Payne at linebacker. But also the, the weapons that Sloter has, Tyler Vaughn's at wide receiver, Sal Canella at tight end, I think is a beast. Keith Ford, Davion Smith, the running duo there, I think is a good one-two punch out of that va- out of that Arlington backfield. Rod Woodson's going to have his hands full. Louis Perez is also a really good quarterback that he has. And uh, the combination of John Lovett and Rod Smith in the backfield I think is good, but not as good as the Arlington backfield. They do have a solid receiver core for Perez to throw to. Geronimo Allison, uh, Jeff Bidette, and Martavis Bryan I think should factor into this game a lot. Uh, the, the line is good. Antonio Garcia, our guy. Donovan West, Khalil McKenzie. I just don't like the defense as much for, for Rod Woodson's crew. So that's why I'm going to go with the Arlington Renegades, who are the favorites by 3.5. The total in this game is 36.5, pretty close to what the uh, what all four games are this first weekend. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, the under. I I think, uh, or actually no, I'm going to go with the over, over in this game anyways. 3 p.m. ABC and ESPN+. Plus. The second game tomorrow, the Orlando Guardians at the Houston Roughnecks. I am lone wolfing the Guardians. Look, Terrell Buckley might not be an experienced head coach. He's going up against the most experienced head coach of um, in the XFL and Wade Phillips. But I just don't like the Roughnecks team as much as I do the Guardians. The Guardians I picked to finish third, I think, in uh, in the South. And the Roughnecks... Or, no, I picked the Guardians to finish... Yeah, the Roughnecks I finished, picked to finish last. I, I just think the Guardians... The, the, you know, whether it's DeAndre Francois or Paxton Lynch, I'm not sure which one it is. I think it might be Paxton, but I think either way they're okay there. The the wide receivers I really like in Charleston Rambo and Eli Rogers, but the defense is really solid at, at defensive line and Nick Coe, Josh Harvey Clemens, and Stansley Maponga, and then Matt Elam in the back end I think is really good, and they probably have uh, the best, one of the best, if not the best, special teams unit with kicker Jose Borregales and punter Johnny Townsend. So that's why I like them over the Roughnecks. The Roughnecks have Cole McDonald, who I really liked coming out of Hawaii. Um, And Max Borgie is a beast of a running back, but they just don't have as many guys. The secondary is going to be, it's going to be a good matchup, that receiver secondary matchup for the Guardians offense versus the Roughnecks defense. Because the secondary there, Ajene Harris, William Likely, Kerry Vincent, the corner trio for Houston should do solid there so I think this one's going to be a close one I'm just edging out Orlando there uh, for my lone wolf total is 35 and a half I'm going to go with the under in this game Um, some good pieces there but I think the defenses reign supreme in this one under 35 and a half for me 8 30 p.m on ESPN FX and ESPN plus
Sunday, we had the St. Louis Battlehawks at the San Antonio Brahmas. And we are all in step, lockstep for this one. Look, the Battlehawks should be a beastly team this year. Anthony Becht uh, with offensive coordinator Bruce Gradkowski. Quarterback A.J. McCarron. Uh, yeah, that's a good trio right there. And then the wide receivers, Mateo Durant. Or running backs, Mateo Durant, Brian Hill. Love the wide receivers. Have a lot of size speed guys. Marcel Aitman, Darius Shepard, Austin Prohl, and Hakeem Butler. The offensive line is pretty good. Um, highlighted by tackle Jawan Bushel Beatty. And then the linebacking core is stacked. Mike Rose, Silas Kelly, Travis Feeney. And, uh, you know, Lavert Hill at the corner position on defense as well. And then... You know, the Brahmas, I just didn't like a, a lot from Heinz Ward's team. Jack Cohn, your starting quarterback there. The running backs, I think, are fantastic. Kalen Balaj and Jacques Patrick. But there's just not a lot of other stuff. And I don't like um, the, their secondary is pretty good. Luke Barku, Terrell Bonds, and Ryan Lewis. And then they are the other team that can rival uh, the rough, the Guardians kicking punting duo john parker romo as the kicker and brad wing as the punter there but i just think the the battle hawks with mccarron mccarron's really the key i think for me the experience at quarterback uh that's why i'm going with the battle hawks and mark and logan are riding with me there total is 36 here i think with this one i'm gonna go uh over I'm picking over on the two highest ones, 36 and a half, 36. 3 p.m., ABC and ESPN+. Plus. And then the concluding, concluding game of XFL Week 1 here, we have the Seattle Sea Dragons at the D.C. Defenders at Audi Field. Uh, and this one is a close one. Jordan Ta'amu. For the defenders is is a big key. He, he along with the running backs, Abram Smith, Rykel Armstead. Uh, I love the wide receivers, Josh Hammond, Puka Williams, Jaquez Ezzard, uh, Chad Hansen, Trey Berry at tight end is a good guy there. The D-line should wreak havoc. Davin Bellamy, uh, the USFL Defensive Player of the Year last year. Jacob Penasuk. Uh, Karan Reed and Gabe Wright love all those guys. Reggie Northrup is a monster in the middle there at linebacker. And then Dewan Neal and Kentrell Bryce ended on the back end there. Matt McCrane as kicker has experience in the NFL. For the Seattle Sea Dragons there, Ben DiNucci has been up and down throughout his career in professional football. I like the receiver and Josh Gordon. Uh, great experience there. But just not enough on offense for me. Their defense is pretty good. P.J. Hall and Trayvon Hester at D-line. Uh, Clarence Hicks, Tuzar Skipper at linebacker. And then Quinterio Cole, Michael Wright uh, at corner. And then Dominic Eberle at kicker. Jim Hazlitt, June Jones as the O.C. They're going to give something to, uh, to D.C. But I think their defense is going to have something to say about it, too, with uh, Reggie Barlow's crew defensive coordinator greg williams there the best dc in the league so going with my defenders here i'll probably pick them every week but i do really believe they can get this one done here in week one
Total is 35 and a half. Give me the under in this game. 8 p.m. ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. And that's it, y'all. That's a really quick show. I was talking really fast, but uh, that's what you get when uh, when you're by yourself here. So ESPN uh, or XFL Week Two next Friday. We'll have XFL um, game previews, I should say, on uh, on next Friday, along with all the college football, NFL news. Uh, Thank y'all for watching. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media at FAA Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. FAA underscore bets on Twitter as well. And then FAAPodcast.com is where you can check us out all our previous shows. Uh, You can also follow us on here on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Thank y'all for watching. Go DC Defenders, and we'll see y'all back on Tuesday.